When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to our brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and thanks for coming. Uh, maybe you're here because this, you always listen to Geekscape and you love it, and if so, I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, if you're here because we're going to be talking about the brand new PS4, PS5 game, Miles Morales Spider-Man, um, then you're in luck because this is the Spider-Man Miles Morales special. Uh, I've played through the game. Uh, I haven't 100%ed the trophies, but I definitely 100%ed every story mission that you can have in the game, side missions, main story, all that stuff. And I've got two buddies of mine who are going to join me to talk all about it. We're going to hold all the spoilers until the end of the show, so there will definitely be a spoiler warning. If you want to kind of just watch for a while and hear us talk about the differences between playing on the PS4 versus the PS5, we got you. If you want to hear about the difference between playing on the DualShock controller versus the DualSense controller, we got you. Maybe some of the technical glitches or some of the changes that have happened between Spider-Man on the PS4 with Peter Parker and the Miles Morales game, whether it's fighting, story, gameplay, some of that early stuff, we got you. There will be a spoiler warning letting you know when we really start getting into the story, the ending, what this means going forward for the games, uh, because this is really, I thought the game was awesome. It is short, um, but we all knew that going in. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. So uh, this is the Miles Morales Spider-Man special, talking about the video game. Um, And it'll be fun. We will give you that spoiler warning. Um, While you're listening, go ahead and hit that share button. Let your friends know about Geekscape. Uh, This is a podcast that we do for free for you. And we've been doing it for a long time. So all I ask is that you tell your friends about us. Uh, Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that. Be a part of Geekscape if you're not already. And that's really the only payment I ask is that you become a, uh, a, a faithful Geekscape disciple and spread the love to all your friends. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, right off the bat, we got the comments. Facebook, Von Bolton saying the game Miles Morales was fantastic. So I'm guessing he uh, he finished the game. He's going to be in it for the long haul in this uh, broadcast. And feel free if you're in the comments and you played the game to throw out some questions, throw out some stuff you want us to talk about, please do not in the comments throw out spoilers because that really sucks for everybody uh, if you're in the comment thread and suddenly someone like spoils the end of the game. I thought the story was great and it deserves to be enjoyed. That being said, talking to Geekscape friend Yuri Lowenthal who uh, did the voice of Peter Parker in the first game and in this game, 
uh, Yuri admitted he only knows the stuff that happened in Miles Morales in the scenes that he's in. And he doesn't know the whole story in the game. So even he's in the dark. And I said, dude, I just said you did a great job. I loved every part of the game. And I'm not going to spoil it for Yuri Lowenthal. And I'm not going to spoil it for you here. It's a fun game. And if you love that first Spider-Man, it's really worth your while to go and get it and enjoy the story and discover it for yourselves. Okay, right off the bat, let's do it. Let's get to it. Let's talk about Miles Morales, Spider-Man. I'm going to do uh, a little intro here. Uh, first, got to bring in this guy. He's a longtime Geekscape. He's 15 years running. Uh, 16 if you count Geek Drome. Uh, I think that math is right. Who knows? It's 2020. It's been a long year. Uh, but our good friend coming in from New York, just like Spider-Man, is Big Yanks. No big surprise there. There's Big Yanks. You love them. Hey, buddy. Uh, I, I lost my Geekscape background, I just noticed. So I just threw it back up on the... Uh, on, there it is. There's the Geekscape background. Uh, Danny, how are you doing, man? When you're playing this game, uh, we will ask you soon about the fidelity of New York. I think it's pretty awesome that you can find a lot of amazing New York landmarks and some stuff in the MCU, like Doctor Strange's uh, house and Avengers Tower. Um, it's kind of cool being from New York and being able to play in New York. Uh, yeah, I went to look for my old apartment, and it didn't reach that high, the number. <laughs> it's just what, a, what, was, it's, that in, was that in Washington Heights or something? Uh, no, 143rd and Broadway and Riverside. So since being from New York, I was like, okay, so this is Riverside. The next block should be Broadway, but it was like Amsterdam. I was like, that's like three blocks in between, missing three avenues. <laughs> there and then it went, from, it went from 141st to 144, and then the cemetery is really on 157, but they put it at the end. <laughs> There's okay. these imaginary bridges. Uh, I, whatever. I let it go. Yeah. They're, 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 I, I noticed the imaginary bridges, but I only yeah. lived in New York for two years. Yeah. Uh, joining uh, Danny, Big Yanks, and I uh, is our good friend Justin. Justin's never been on Geekscape, but I think he's a Geekscape veteran because Justin's had to put up with Ian. And, uh, yeah. I've been, I've been, I, my name's been mentioned a couple of times, I think, in you and Ian's discussions. So I'm kind of like, a, like an honorary. <laughs> I'm like an honorary uh, geeks, Geekscapist. Geekscapists <laughs> don't know this, uh, but <laughs> Justin and I are on a text thread with Ian that is just <laughs> relentless. Is it? Is Justin the guy when you guys say like, "Oh, the, our friend who we went to the movie with"? Is that yeah, Justin? It's That's, Justin. Uh, my my con- my sympathies, yeah. Justin. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have to sit between. I'm usually between Jonathan and Ian. So they're uh, all just like tapping so, each other. Like, well, oh my I'm, God, the one that, I'm the one that you, I'm the one that has to get an earful from Ian when it's you know like there's a reference that comes up that is like a deep cut from <laughs> you know Marvel or DC that just in case I missed it, you know, he, Ian's Ian's the guy who's got to point it out. Like, oh, that's that's. <laughs> And a long time ago, I told myself, I, I basically was like, I will strategically never sit next to you. Because it takes you out of the movie when somebody's like whispering the most like yeah. random, like minuscule yeah. detail yeah. in a that's, movie. And I just want to watch the damn movie. Yeah, that's Albert's niece. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> That might be important later. It's never <laughs> important later. Never important. You know? so, so, yes, Justin, uh, has done, Justin is a saint. He's the nicest mm. dude. And he is... A good sport about being played strategically between Ian and I, uh, and if and if Justin deems something that Ian says is important, he'll pass it on to me. But in, in our text, <laughs> I'm like changes, the filter. Yeah, I'm, I'm the filter. In our, in our text changes, <laughs> Ian will be like, "Hey, you really need to read this comic book. It came out. It's really going to be important." I'll immediately text Justin and be like, 
do you agree? And Justin will be like, no, not at all. <laughs> so that'll save me five bucks right there. <laughs> so Justin is like this, the, the trusted intermediary between uh, me and uh, and our good friend Ian, who may have been kicked in the head way too many times or uh, that kind of thing. So um, let's get to it. This is uh, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Let me uh, let the Geekscapists know that um, we're going to be talking non-spoilers here for a bit. Uh, so you're totally safe um, if you have not played Miles Morales' Spider-Man. You're probably not safe, though, if you haven't played the original uh, Spider-Man on the PS4, the, the one with Peter Parker. Um, so where do you all want to start? Because I called Spider-Man PS4 the game of the year in 2018. I thought that game was perfect. It was fun yeah. from, this, from the web swinging to just the story. I think the story and the... Uh, 2018 Spider-Man is a top five Doc Ock story. The writers did a great Easily, job. Yeah. Yeah. That relationship between Peter and Otto, and then the relationship uh, with him and the other characters in the game, an early Miles, a younger Miles being one of them, I thought was spot on and as good as anything that's been in the MCU movies or on the, the comic Yeah, page. easily. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about this before where I, I you know, like the, the story of that first game is as good if not better than like 90% of Spider-Man, you know, fiction in any medium in the last, you know, 20 years or so. It's like just so like they did such a great job of just kind of distilling the essence of that. And it wasn't the old school stuff because yeah. for me, the standard for a Spider-Man video game for a long time was that first PS1 game. That was a lot sure. of fun and oh. had more of like a classic 1960s Spider-Man feel. Mm-hmm. And then when the Spider-Man 2 movie came out, with, uh, the Spider-Man Tony 2 Dwyer, game, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. that was a great game. I'm a big fan of the one that was really heavily influenced. It was actually ultimate Spider-Man. I played it on the GameCube and that one was really based on the, the, uh, the ultimate Spider-Man version. It had mm-hmm. cell shading. It looked yeah, like it was combo. great. Yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. And those were for me, the gold standard of a Spider-Man game, but the 2018 yeah. Spider-Man. And then we had a long drought. We had like a long drought of really bad Spider-Man games <laughs> before. And, and Batman stepped in <laughs> with like Arkham Asylum yeah. and Arkham City and kind of was the open world or kind of really he- story heavy, uh, kind of set the standard for comic book games because Mm-hmm. It did a really good job of featuring almost all of the the key rogues in the new yep. the Spider-Man game in 2018. From not just classic villains, but vill- but current villains like Doctor like Mister Negative, those were all really woven into the story in a great mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And some of them were interpreted and updated, like Doc Ock's relationship with Peter, which he's been Spider-Man for a couple of years now, and it's caused problems with between him and Mary Jane. It was really a great story, and we definitely got a Peter that's experienced. It wasn't Tom Holland. It wasn't like a first year Peter Parker. It was mm-hmm. experienced Peter Parker. And he's had a couple of years of the strain of being Spider-Man. And it's, and now like things are shifting in his life. And I thought that was a great story. And where it ended was really good. And you get the reveal in the post credit scene that like miles was bit by a spider and he's able to cling to the ceiling and it sets mm-hmm. up this game, uh, perfectly. Um, Danny, what were your impressions on that first game? Uh, because I think we all played it pretty religiously. No, yeah, I, I legit 100%ed it. All the trophies, everything. I think I was just sucked into it because it was like playing the comic. Like I, the sense of like reading the comics is what I got from the game. And just like the mechanics and everything, it was just, you know, like 
it was hard to put down. Mm-hmm. And, and the story was just enthralling. And the side missions are great. It really did a good job of like throwing a lot of Easter eggs of the MCU. When Taskmaster showed up as one of the side missions storylines, I thought that was a, a pretty amazing. I didn't get to that stuff until later mm-hmm. in the game. And I, it felt like I, w- I just kept uncovering parts of the MC uh, of the Marvel universe beyond mm-hmm. Spider-Man, whether it no, was yeah, like the way I a location like, or a character. The way I play is I do all the side missions and all the stu- the tr- all the little like knickknacks before I, I keep continuing with the main story. Yeah, and in a game that that was that was that big, that was actually a pretty big achievement to be able to do that. But I agree with you. You want Peter to be totally powered up. You want to unlock as much as you can before you finish the story. Because once you finish the story, going back to a city that doesn't really have the same motivation. Yeah, you don't you have keep, as much incentive to, yeah. I saved that, New York already. It doesn't mean I'm on vacation. <laughs> and that game was huge. At the end of that game, you have Manhattan basically just like there's criminals everywhere. The raft has been, you know, upended. Doc Ock is going crazy, you know. And this this game takes like place a couple months after that one. It's winter now. I think it's awesome that they gave it the winter setting. Yeah, I love and that. you start out with Miles. Miles' father was killed in the earlier game. It was, it was the really that the scene where Miles's father is killed in the earlier game, and and Mister Negative is kind of revealed as the big villain. Uh, I thought that was the turning point in the game, mm-hmm. and where things got really real. And story wise, in the Miles Morales Spider Man, you're playing as Miles, you're used to playing as Peter, uh, and you're kind of learning who Miles is. The neighborhood is also learning who Miles is. I thought they did an awesome job of really nailing the fact that like Miles is new to this. The neighborhood doesn't accept him as Spider-Man. There's a mural going up down the street. Yeah, I was just going to say it's, it's yeah, not the other great. Spider-Man. And he's like, yeah, maybe. Uh, that we'll was see, so we'll cool, see. yeah. Early, an early side mission is he goes to save a cat. It's called Spider-Man. And when he shows up, he's like, oh, no, I named him after the other Spider-Man. Oh, not you. Nobody <laughs> well, knows who you are. In the beginning, too, I think they just kept referring to him like, oh, look, it's other Spider-Man. Yeah. And then by the end of the, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's our Spider-Man. So, yeah, so by the end of the game, and again, we're not going to spoil anything yeah. until the end, but by the end of the game, this is really a game about Miles coming into his own as Spider-Man. And that first mission, which you all see in the, in the advertisements, has him and Peter Parker battling the Rhino, um, really feels like a classic kind of bridge between the 2018 PS4 game and this new one. That's on the PS5 and the PS4. And we'll talk about the technical differences on both. But that was kind of like the handoff uh, because you find out that Peter's going to go uh, overseas with Mary Jane. On to vacation. Like, to like Sakari or someplace like that. <laughs> and, and Miles has the keys for a couple weeks to Manhattan. Like make sure New York stays safe. And clearly when there's villains running around, like they just you know, got the, you know, they just dealt with the rhino and destroyed a mall and a bunch of stuff. Like problems are going to happen and they happen pretty quickly. Um, And this is Miles's time to shine. The story wise, again, it was super awesome. And uh, it was a great place to start a character out where he, over the course of the story, he has to gain confidence. Um, We got a lot of talk about in the first half of this game before we spoil things. So, so let's talk about like the gameplay just off the bat. Like how is, how did y'all find the gameplay between Peter and Miles? What were the differences that y'all noticed and possibly improvements? I just noticed I, I, when I started it up, I was like, all right, like it, it, back into the swing of things. And I'm playing. I'm like, oh, there's like 
Mazda's moving a little bit more fluid. It's a little bit more like, you know, like swag to him while, while swinging around and all his um, fighting combat modes and stuff like that. I, yeah, I, I, th- dig, yeah. I dig it. I liked it. What did you yeah, think? Yes, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just it's faster. His you know the combat's faster. It's, you know he can his his crowd control ability is a lot more. Um, he's got like a lot more crowd control ability, I think, than Peter does. Whereas in the first game, it was mostly you were kind of mostly taking out like one dude at a time, and you kind of jump. You know, you could jump back and forth between guys, but when you were fighting a big crowd, it's like you didn't have a lot of options to sort of like take them all down quickly. Whereas this, I feel like you could just like, as, as miles, you're just like, bam, 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 bam. bam. And before yeah. you know, you've like taken out 10 dudes. Um, especially once, you know, uh, you know, I don't think it's a spoiler to say, obviously, you know, you, you know what miles Morales, like the, the differences of his powers versus Peter Parker's powers is he has his, you know, electrical, his bioelectric, um, shock powers, the venom punch and all that. Venom punch. Yeah. He's got yeah. the bioelectric shock. And, Which um, is also getting better over the course of the game. Yeah, like he's learning a few more powers that obviously, like as game mechanics go, you unlock them over the course of the game. You kind of mm-hmm. level up some of those abilities and things like and that. A, but what I thought was cool jump. was they did a great job, like in that first game, of whenever you unlock a new piece of gear or you unlock a new ability, the story didn't really shoehorn it in. It was pretty fluid. The writing of these mm-hmm. games is awesome, and I think that the Miles Morales game is as well written as that first one and that was a pretty high bar yeah like if that if that first game is the top five doc ock story and i and it is it's a top five doc ock story and i'm including like like the molina doc ock story in spider-man 2 uh just awesome doc ock yeah which definitely Uh, takes a little took a little bit of influence from that for sure like you get a little bit of the molina doc ock you know in the one you know he kind of kind of borrows from a lot of different uh here we versions learned, of that character like, pretty early on that you, you know even though we've like dispatched the rhino and the rhino i love the rhino he's such a doofus like it's great <laughs> the rhino's a really great standard spider-man character to like warm up on and have you know he's, he's not he's not going to be the big bad because he doesn't have the brains to be the big yeah, bad. yeah um but you meet the big bads pretty quick uh and you don't know necessarily that they're big bads because they're like reinterpretations of characters from the comics that weren't necessarily big bads. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a couple of characters. The first one is like the presence of Roxxon, which is a Marvel like standard bad guy corporation. And Roxxon has moved in now that the Kingpin from the first game has been thrown out. And there's been that kind of power vacuum. Roxxon's taken over. And you meet this uh, character, Simon Krieger. Ian can tell you whether or not he's in the comics. <laughs> and he, you know, and Troy Baker yes, does an is. amazing job of doing of doing the character because Troy Baker does an amazing job of voicing everybody. And uh and you just know from the beginning, it's like, yeah, this guy's no good. This guy is a corporate asshole and he's gonna like he has he does not have uh good intentions, but he's a nice guy, he says all the right things, and you just know the dude's gonna, the mask is gonna come off. And then you start seeing kind of the anti Roxxon group. The underground, led by a new version of the Tinkerer. Yeah, very and, new, very different version of the Tinkerer than we've ever seen. Version. Yeah, the old school version of the Tinkerer. Uh, let me show you the old school comic version of the Tinkerer and the version of the Tinkerer from just Spider-Man: Homecoming. And you're going to be like, "Wait, what?" Like, hmm. here's here's the version of Tinker on the left. If you're watching this on video uh, of the Tinker, he's kind of like an old guy who makes like laser cannons, and that's who he looked like in the. Uh, in the comic forever. And then he was kind of like 
a neck beard in the Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> one, and he was taking like the Shatari yeah. uh, technology and and like fixing him up for the Vulture, and that was the character in Spider-Man Homecoming. So the, we've seen the Tinker twice already. That's not the Tinker that we get in this game, is it? No, not at all. Very different. No, this one is more sleek Daft Punk version. <laughs> the Daft Punk Tinker. Yeah, here is the here's the Tinker that we get in the game. Is ready to like the Tinker in this game is legit ready to drop that sick beat. Yeah. Which I, wait? Can we mention something? There is a It's very heavily influenced by music. The game also. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that was, was the other thing too. The music, I loved it. I remember the remember the swinging mechanics. It it starts up that music uh-huh. in, in the first one, and then this one was it's just more hip hop ish, and it just kind of went along with this flow. So like, I, I like that too. I was just yeah, I really like like, the, like just the, the general like swinging through the city like background music in yeah. this in the Miles Morales game is actually uh, yeah it was, it's, it's kind of, you know the, it makes the music from the first game kind of feel very pedestrian and yeah. even though at, and at the time I played the first game I, I thought the music was great but then the music hearing the music in this game is like oh this is so much cooler it's just it's yeah, it's, got it's so the much first more game, life like to it yeah. an orchestral majestic traditional right. yeah, kind of what you would expect from a, from a superhero score whereas in Miles this Morales, is straight like yeah. hip hop well, stuff yeah i mean they took be- they took beats i'm um, not beats but like they took stuff from uh into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, whole... I definitely heard some motifs from, Most, from into the yeah. Spider-Verse just kind of, yeah, yeah pop, pop in here and there uh, throughout the, the music, you know, the soundtrack or the score of the... Of the so game, st- yeah. story-wise, I felt like there was, there were several things that were comparable to Into the Spider-Verse. So, no spo- these will be, be spoilers for Into the Spider-Verse, but these are all things that happen within the first, you know, 10, 15% of this game. Right. But you have Roxxon, and Roxxon's developing these generators that like the generator or the interdimensional weapon in, in or whatever the Kingpin's doing in, in the Spider-Verse, this stuff is er- erratic and it can destroy major parts of the city. And towards the end of the game, you start seeing some of that stuff like really starting to become dangerous. Um, so there was a similarity kind of in the threat to the city from Into the Spider-Verse, but it was now coming from Roxxon. And a lot of parts of this game, Miles has to like start infiltrating Roxxon and stuff like that. And I thought those those were cool. And he's stuck between the battle between the underground, who are kind of like these, you know, Antifa movement versus <laughs> like Roxxon, which is like this 1% militarized police thing. So it's almost like this is like a BLM game. And there's literally a mission <laughs> oh, where I, if you... I sent that to you, right? Yeah, if you accomplish these missions... There's a BLM band. Like, I thought it was so cool. So, like, there's a BLM reward in the game yep. of a Wakandan suit of armor, or of, of a Spidey suit with Wakandan colors. Oh, is that colors. what that was? It's the Wakandan flag colors from the comics. Oh. And the neighborhood that is now warming to, to Miles makes, like, a banner that's, that says Black Lives Matter. It's like, a, Lives it's like Matter. a mural, right? Yeah. It's it a amazing. mural, yeah. yeah. It's in a game. I was yeah. like, this movement is now in a pretty mainstream video game yeah uh that's pretty cool and so yeah the, the underground versus Roxxon is kind of like a blm versus <laughs> like like an antifa movement um and i i thought it was interesting and this this tinker who's the leader of the underground is the best version of the tinker especially because yeah, well, i mean in the, in the comics he's just like this old guy who makes gear for other villains like this he doesn't really have a whole you know he's, he's not a real active character 
mm-hmm. outside of you know like making cool weapons and stuff for villains in the in the comic books. So he, he d- the villains should have like a really great goal. The villains should have a story of themselves, which is again why Rhino has never been much of a of a main villain because like beyond being a dude who got him stupid ass stuck in a, a rhino suit who is he uh you know he loves his wife he's sometimes russian i don't know but like he doesn't really have that that key storyline is in the tinker doesn't either here what they've done is they've taken the tinker they've given the tinker a brand new character and as you keep going through the game you realize that this is easily the best version of the tinker yeah. and in the relationship with Tinker in the city and miles in the city and miles and the other characters that that stuff gives you those sort of like heartbreak moments that you definitely got with the doc Ock stuff stuff yeah, and the, sure. the things yeah. in that first game. Again, the writing of this game is it, it shines like crazy. Um, one of the other things that comes out of into the spider verse that is in this game. And there's a bit in the ultimate Spider-Man as well is miles, relationship with his uncle Aaron who you know from Into the Spider-Verse and happens pretty early in this game is the Prowler and that's about as far with the spoilers as I want to get but like Mm. having his uncle like in the Spider-Verse he's also the Prowler that relationship with Miles not having like a father figure Peter's gone so Peter can't be the guy to be how to be a Spider-Man having that relationship with uncle Aaron who is a small time crook and that was a problem between him and Miles's father who was a cop um, there's still that kind of drama going on and is another great source in this story. So yeah. when, so when D- big yanks over here texts me and is like, <laughs> I want more, you know, I beat the game a bit before D- uh, Danny did. And, and yanks texts me and is like, I want more Spidey villains. All I could text back was like, Hey, a just <clears> wait because there's some really great Easter eggs for spider villains in this game. And B at some point, because I wanted the same thing at some point, I just had to tell myself, Oh, those are, that's Peter's rogues gallery, mm. you know, the green goblin and a doc Ock and electro and all those traditional Spider-Man villains. Those are Peter's villains. This game really is about miles and it's about establishing miles rogues gallery. And that's going to be the tinker and possibly his uncle Aaron, the prowler and the kind of messed up stuff between well, that I, and i and you're right because and i think what happened to me was that when i was texting you the game was telling me you're 76 percent done with the game and i think that has a lot to do with the way i play my games is that i do all the side like i said i do all the side missions all that stuff so everything happened back to back to, it was all back ended like everything came all in a rush and i was like oh yeah now we're going <laughs> now I'm seeing some villains yeah, coming out. Now of the he's seeing some good but stuff. But like, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that these are not traditional Peter villains. These are Miles's villains. These are Miles' and, villains, yeah. And going forward, I'm excited. Yeah, who knows to see what more who, yeah, of these villains? I'm excited to see who, what new villains come up that end up being in, you know, like part of his Rose Gallery, as opposed to just sort of like recycling all of. And like, I, know, I don't know Peter's any villains. of Miles' stories like that besides Into the Spider Verse. So like, right, right when I was done, I. Like, I get my my comic books from the library. So I went and, like, uh, reserved all the Miles books and just waiting for them to come so I could just now burn through those. Yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing stuff. And I think that the cast of characters that they had introduced in the first game, Genki wasn't in it, but he's in this game. The Genki relationship was really great. Uh, and then having, like, Rio Morales, his mom, running for public office and kind of putting herself a, a bit in a public uh, crosshairs when all this stuff is going on, I thought was awesome. Uh, if 
Um, we have uh, Jason Elliott wants to uh, see if any of us played the PS5 version. Um, <laughs> Justin did play the PS5 version. We'll talk about technical stuff here in a bit, but just real quick to tell you that if if you played the first game and you saw that the the, the big explosion at the uh, at Mister Negative's like coming out party in the first game that caused Miles's father his life is the big dramatic turn in like the escalation of the drama in the first game here. It's a bridge sequence and which is as far narratively as I want to talk about it yeah. without a spoiler warning, but that's really where miles realizes the underground is serious rocks on serious. Neither of them are on my, on my side and this bridge gets destroyed. He's saving all these people from falling into the water, like the water or blowing up. That sequence is bigger than anything we've seen on screen with Spider-Man like Yanks, you said it. He has to hold the bridge together at some point because you had to have Spider-Man holding the bridge together, yeah, or, or holding back the subway car. He's, got, he's holding a subway car, but the, the, <laughs> the Staten Island Ferry is always that iconic. <laughs> Spider-Man's using the thing. Yeah, and it, it, I, the metaphor of Spider-Man being yeah. like, but split between he, too many things at once. But I think it. It can I say it? like it doesn't work, kinda. What do you mean? Like in this like game, it, he, like he's it holding it, but it, it it just like he has to change. Plans right. That's a, yeah, exactly. It's kind of on the fly. He has to sort of because uh, it, 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 like, yeah, like not everybody was able to move, so it's just he's got to yeah. He does that jump down and kind of yeah. It, once you once you get to that bridge sequence, you realize like like Miles is to- a like totally over in in over his head. Yes, and uh, and B, you're kind of in it to win it on this game. Like that was the sequence. Where if I was going to pull an all-nighter, and I definitely almost did with this game, it was because that bridge sequence was so big. It was awesome. Um, yeah. so and the game doesn't the, really, yeah, the game doesn't really it. slow down at, at after that, that. You know, yeah, I mean, I think because with the first game you had, you know, the the story took its time, especially you know even after kind of like the the pivotal moment um, with uh, Jefferson Davis getting killed <laughs> Real quick, in the explosion. Yeah, Whenever you put your hands down on something, it's like hitting my like banging. Yeah, I'm literally sitting on my hands to avoid that. Justin sounds like some of the sounds later in the game when things start exploding. What were you gonna say, Justin? Before you joined Stomp. No, I was just gonna say that even you know even after that kind of pivotal moment in the first game, you still sort of have those quieter moments in the story missions and sort of like, you know, uh, you know, it kind of takes a lot of twists and turns that uh, diverge from like the main kind of like, you know, barreling towards the ending story. Whereas with Miles Morales, I think there's just like no, there's not a lot of fat. On there's it. no patty. There's no fat on yeah. it at all. It's just, you're just like going in a break. And even speed. if they are the side, na- side missions, they're the neighborhood missions, which is part of miles. Like, Proving that he's the new like he's the new right. Spider-Man for a lot of people, right. and they do they are all kind of coming. All those side missions are all reverberations of that main story. Yeah, they don't feel like extra missions or at all. They feel they feel pretty much like almost like they should just be main story missions because of how key they are to just the you know the themes and uh, and sort of the development of of his character. As Jason on Facebook says, I like how they really touch on the inexperience and awkwardness of Miles, and I think they did a great job. And, yeah. 
in the in the story and the gameplay even you know just the way the way he you know his web swinging and the way he fights you know just has that this kid where he's, he's kind of learning the ropes this kid Naji jeter who played him i think did an amazing job yeah everybody yeah. i mean the performances of these things are are yeah. awesome and uh I, mean, I, I fell in love with Miles in the first game. You know, I, I thought he, you know, he did such a great job in that. That even, uh, you know, going because I remember going into the first game, you know, already knowing that Miles was going to make an appearance in it, and being a little nervous, like, oh, I hope they don't like shoe make Miles. In, I hope they don't shoehorn him in and make him the new Spider Man like halfway through the game, and then you're playing as him because I really want to just like have a game that focuses on Peter Parker. And by the end of that game, I was like, oh, I wish I. I wish you got to play as Miles in this game because he was <laughs> such a great character. Like I, by the end of the game, I loved Miles as a character so much, which is something that you know Bendis wasn't able to make me do for <laughs> seven years of writing it in the comic. How, how dare you, like, sir? He, so wait, he, 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 <laughs> are you saying Justin don't read the Miles comics? No, I mean they're good. I I I, I always liked Miles Morales, and I, I read you know. Uh, like all the ultimate comic books, you know, when, when he, be, once he became Spider-Man, I continued reading them and, and read all his storylines, but uh, it just never quite clicked with me. Cause he never felt like they, they, you know, they never really developed him beyond the fact like, okay, like this is the new Spider-Man and you know, he's doing Canceling it for reasons. And, right now, yeah. just that <laughs> now. It's, it's, they're definitely <laughs> worth reading, but I just, you know, I do feel like Bendis kind of missed the boat as far as, really developing him as like his own person as opposed to just being like, Hey, here's, you know, for, you know, for lack of a expression, here's, here's the black version of Peter Parker. Basically. Black, 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 Latino. Yes. I actually, I love this episode is Latino. Justin, my half in all of Danny and all of me. So, so this, this episode has as much Latino in it as Miles Morales himself. This is, we need you to be <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm black technically Afro Latino. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're 100% plantains, is what you is. Uh, Paul, <laughs> Paul Jones on Facebook says, even in the early part of the game, you can see how he is so new at this. Absolutely, like he's yeah. out of it. He's completely out of his element, and it's yeah. really. I mean, it gives a character a place to go. Um, and uh, so. Going back to Jason's earlier comment about like the technical stuff, the PS5. Let's talk about the PS5. Let's talk about the PS4. Uh, this game, I think, uh, it felt like the game was announced really quickly, and it felt like it was part of a thin release slate for the PS5. Um, I was worried playing this game. I wanted to wait for the PS5 to play this game. I was able to get a code for the PS4 to play the game early, or not early, just to play the game. And I, I, you know what? When a code fell on my lap to play this game on the PS4 after telling myself I'd wait for the PS5, I wasn't going to pass up a code. So thank you. Did, did that thank code you, also Supergirl. give you the free PS5 version? Well, with the PS5 version, it's, it's you buy it and you can up-res it. You can just kind of like, I think you can port it. So we'll find out. Once you beat the game, there's still one or two suits that you need to unlock and there's some things that you can do when you replay through the game again. I'm going to save my second playthrough for a PS5 version. Yeah, PS5. All the save and everything will cut. Co- oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's all it's tied into your PSN. Yes, PSN yes, 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 So when I get the PS5, I'll port the thing up and hopefully be able to replay through the game and unlock those additional suits and things. But on a technical level... Um, I know that it felt like the game was put together pretty fast, and we'll talk about like our favorite glitches once we start talking <laughs> spoilers because there's some glitches that were hilarious. 
Um, but Justin, you played on the PS5. Uh, what were some of like the differences between what you felt on the PS5 Miles Morales and like the stuff that you felt uh, when you played the PS4 Spider-Man version? Um, well, definitely the uh, you know obviously what's being touted is the ray tracing lighting uh, technology that they have on the PS5, where you know it's like real time reflections and shadows versus the PS4 version, which I think I can't remember the term, but what it uses to sort of like mimic reflections on windows, but like it's, it's that just kind of adds another, uh, like another layer of immersion to it. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's not like, I wouldn't say it's a huge leap as far as the graphics go. Cause I think, you know, it, it's not a game that was developed specifically for the PS5. I think they were developing both the PS4 and PS5 versions at the same time. I think they time. developed so, the majority of the game on the PS4. Yeah, on the PS4, the, and then kind of up, upgraded the it for the PS5. Available, they right. could add a couple of the more right. cool technical bits. So, so yeah. I, um, but, I mean, some of the cool stuff, obviously, with the controller is, uh, you know, the haptic feedback on the triggers. So when you're web swinging, like, you feel, like, at the end of your, you know, as... as Miles shoots his web out like at the end of the trigger pull, you kind of feel resistance to it, which sort of oh, that's awesome. It's like uh, you know, it's meant to mimic you know, kind of like feeling the resistance of the the webs as you're swinging. That is oh. amazing, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's that's not really as cool. cool. It doesn't in 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 execution, it doesn't work as well as it sounds, but it still works pretty well. Like it's it, it's definitely a cool touch that they it saves me didn't from really going have out to add to it when it's up and off the roof. I was like, I'm going to find the bridge. I'm going to get a jump like a bungee yeah. cable, jump out. I got to, I got to start web slinging and I guess I'll just wait for the PS5 oh, before yeah. I kill myself. Um, <laughs> what, what, what about like uh, the audio or anything like that? Um, because you also played through the re- a little bit of the remastered version of the first yeah, game. Yeah, I played the remastered version of the first game, which, you know, cause the Miles Morales came with a code for that. So I loaded that up and even though I'd already, I think I'd already played the first game, like, three times through oh my God. <laughs> started like another another playthrough on the new game plus version. plus right <laughs> new yeah. game plus 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 uh, and, um and one of the funny things that like the internet was really pissed off about was that they redid peter's face and made him look younger um i you know as soon as he puts the spider-man mask on it's yuri to me like, yeah i'm just like yeah it's yuri lowenthal yeah. mask for me i was worried because i saw i saw like a screenshot of it and i was like oh that's kind of weird you know and, and he because he you know they got an actor who kind of looks a little bit like Tom Holland. So you can't help thinking like, Oh, that this was sort of like a, you know, cynical calculated move by Sony. Like, Oh, we, you know, we need to have like synergy between our various Peter Parkers, but he really doesn't. Once you see it in action, like it's, it kind of makes sense. And um, I think it works. Like I, you know, I, I didn't think that the, the like face actor or whatever, the model that they used for the original Peter Parker was like perfect Sure. Anyway, so you know his version, he, you only see his face for a few yeah. seconds. Like he's Peter's not in the game a whole lot, but he is in the mask the majority of the time. This mm-hmm. is Miles's game, right? But in the remastered version of the first game, they've replaced the original face model with the new uh, Peter Parker for the whole game. So that you know, like if you play through that, then you're, you know, like you're basically playing through the whole first game with a completely different Peter Parker, which I thought would be more distracting than it ended up being. Once I started playing it, it took, it took me about like two minutes to be like, Oh, okay, this is, this is now Peter Parker. And I'm fine with that. I, I kind of like the fact, and I know the game is like 50 bucks and it's shorter, way shorter than the first game, but I kind of like, I kind of needed a short game that was just kind of fun. And it was sweet and over and done. And, uh, and I got to thoroughly enjoy and explore the whole thing. And I, I feel like 
thoroughly satisfied until I play through it again and until the sequel comes out. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, Danny, what, what were the technical differences on the overheating of your PS4 between <laughs> this version and the first game? Okay, so anybody who has a PS4 knows how incredibly loud that thing gets if you're playing like a very heavy game. And I, I guess since this was a lighter game, I never it just triggered to me that I never heard the super fan go on. It didn't feel like my 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 PS4 was gonna fly away on me. <laughs> and like when I shut it off, it actually shut off. It didn't stay on still afterwards. It's like revving its engines. <laughs> it's just wild. It's how loud. My one time I was playing, my wife was like, "Where's the vacuum? Like, you know the vacuum?" But I was like, "No, that's the PS4." She goes and starts cooking an egg on it. Yeah. Oh god. And I have it in a little thing, like a little cubby thing too. I can only imagine. That doesn't oh, help. You got to keep it out. Like let let it air out. If you you're just like putting stuff on it. It's fine. No, the back of it is like open, yeah. so it's not. Bad. And just the uh, your your PS Five looks like a, in like three cable modems wrapped oh, it's up together. Oh, it's gigantic! It's it's a beast. Where do you put that freaking thing? I uh, it's in the same place in my um, in my TV stand that the PS Four was in, but it takes up like it barely fits in there. Like I've, I've, like I was worried that it wasn't going to fit in at all, but there's just I not. Can't have any Blu Rays anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have all, I don't have any games barely... stacked up next to it. <laughs> The PS4 barely fits into the little cubby I have, and there's the TV is just as big as the stand. So I definitely have to buy a whole new TV stand before I get the PlayStation. Before you get the PS4. I think yeah. I'm going to replace yeah. a piece of furniture with the oh, PS5. The, the, the one other thing I forgot to mention about the technical differences between the PS4 and PS5 too is the load times or the complete lack of thereof on the okay. PS5 version, which is that's probably the coolest thing about playing it on the PS5 is that literally like you turn the game on like from the main, from the main home screen of the PS5. If you go to like, you know, like start playing miles Morales and like, literally it's like th- five seconds from the time that it starts up to like, you're in the game. Wait, you I don't like, like, read, you don't like reading the Spidey facts? Pretty cool. <laughs> I like the Spidey facts. I really love I it like, when, you, when you do the fast travel. I like the animations on the subway. And I wish that were I, that I kind of miss, actually, that because because yeah. there's no low time on fast traveling in Miles Morales. Like, uh, I kind of miss the subway. Like, I wish – even if even if it's, like, shorter, like, just show it for a couple seconds. I kind of wish – even though they don't need John, to have it. On the PS4, John, I, they're they're there. They're, they're not there, as, yeah. they're, 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 but they're not as long as the ones. From no, the first and game. I feel oh, like okay, I got yeah. the same ones a lot. But There's I only always like three still crack. It's three, right? The on top of the train, the invisible, and then it's almost like I don't know if you guys know about the Showtime Showtime players in the subways, the guys mm-hmm. that like yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Report, yeah. They, sure. they kind they kind of do that, but yeah, the, Miles does like a backflip and then turns around like he's <laughs> like anybody, anybody. Yeah, oh, that's on. the Showtime kids in the subway. That's a thing. Cool. Uh, so, I, go ahead, Danny. I was going to say, like, the invisible one always cracks me up because everybody just keeps bumping into him. And he's like, what? Like, you know, playing into the fact that he doesn't even realize he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody. Uh, so, uh, Geeks Game. So, yeah, I missed out on those. If if you have not played the game, uh, we're about to get to the part where we're going to start throwing some spoilers at you. So, I'm going to go ahead. And uh, yeah. if you're watching the show. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. What was that? You just oh you, my knuckles. You, sorry, you, I, I, I let my hands are you go. Throwing and I, stuff? Are you throwing stuff right here? So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, issue for y'all a uh, bit of a spoiler warning here. So if you're listening, watching this, and you have not played the game, again, I think the story is amazing. We're about to go right into the story, and that means the second half of the story, the post bridge sequence, where this is like where the 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 real story guts start coming out. 
and the choices for Miles on a personal level start getting really bad. <laughs> and you got to have that in a Spider-Man game. And again, this is as heart. Some of the stuff in this game was as heart wrenching as some of the stuff in the first game. Uh, but now it's happening to Miles, and he's not as old as Peter. He's like seventeen, eighteen years. He's like seventeen years old, and some of this stuff is getting really bad. So uh, I'm going to tell you all right now. It's time for a spoiler warning. We're going to be talking bugs that were hilarious. We're going to be talking definitely about the story. We're going to be talking about post-credit scenes leading into ideally, hopefully, please, the next Spider-Man game. Um, and uh, Spider-Man so, 2099. Spider-Man 2099 <laughs> versus Morbius versus. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking spoilers. So basically, is what I want to tell you. So this is your chance to bail. If you uh, if you don't want spoilers, nobody's really bailing. I'm going to leave the spoiler warning up on the video. Uh, I, I, it's so such a short spoilers. game; they could have beat it in their sleep and not even realize. I was amazed that I beat the game as quickly as I did, uh, and I'm, I was glad because I had to get back to work. I, I just I, yeah, I remember when we were texting each other, and you're like, "I I have to get back to work," and I I was like, "All right, I'm gonna beat it now before Thursday." I loaded it up. I was at the last mission already. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I uh, stayed up till 2 a.m. beating yeah, this game. Well, I remember you texted me and Ian. You were like, yeah, I'm not going to have any time to play this for like a week. And then like three days a, later, a couple, a couple hours later, you were like, uh, I, no, I can't wait. I got to I got to play it now. I'm, I'm <laughs> when, making when, the time to play this game. Yeah. When Jonathan's producer is late giving him notes, Jonathan doesn't have work to do. So Jonathan will play Spider-Man and he will love it and he will and then the next day he'll be like why am i so tired oh because you don't stay up till 2 a.m anymore <laughs> so, so let's talk some spoiler uh so spoilers um where do we want to go with this do we want to start with a little bit of the glitches or do we want to start getting into the overall story because we can go any way with this that's a story yeah let's, let's just start talk story getting so, talk story save so the, the tinker is like Miles's distant best friend who he grew up with, who is a gender swap on the character, a character uh, now known, known as uh, Finn Mason. And she grew up with Peter. And they go to two different uh, high schools now, the high schools for genius Miles. people, because they're both geniuses. Yeah. Which the and, old the old man tinker is uh, known as Finn Mason as well. They used, they actually gave her the same name as the as the original white so now old we, dude tinker. So now we have like a. <laughs> A Finn Mason. It's like if Dan. It's like if, if Big Yanks right now became like a supervillain for me. <laughs> like they've known each other almost their entire lives, and then these trusted friends who've kind of grown distantly. Uh, she, because of the death of her, uh, the the Roxon is responsible for the death of some of his employees because it has this new chemical compound that it's using for energy uh, in its reactors. And Finn and her uh, brother or, discover that it is making people sick and killing them. So she goes all Aaron Brockovich and she and her brother like go into the lab and her brother gets stuck in one of these reactors. And uh, she watches as Simon Krieger totally shuts this thing down and closes him in there. And she, and he gets evaporated and killed and she survives, but she has a complete vendetta against Roxanne. And so she joins the underground, becomes the tinker and uses her brilliant, science and technical abilities to build these uh what were they like like smart matter weapons that you get a smart matter suit later in the yeah, game yeah yeah that like, was like programmable like, matter type you could yeah. like make it was like smart matter like you could make a sword out of stuff yeah. or you could like make a shield and later spider-man gets like a suit that just like grows on him and it was kind of cool um but with the now finisher she's, but she's the she's like part of this 
terrorist group in New York that is going around and you you're busting up some of their some of their uh, bases and you're stealing some of their equipment to level your stuff up. Uh, but like, she's one of the things that you have to stop the tinker. You have to stop mm-hmm. her because what she, her big goal at the end of the game is to destroy Roxxon Plaza, which is about to launch this generator. She's going to overload the generator and destroy Roxxon Plaza, but it's so unstable that miles has done the math. And he's like, you're going to destroy Harlem. And the game builds to this showdown. Right. Which at the, which by then though, she's, doesn't trust him anymore. She's too far he gone. Lied. Yeah, she's a. She's too far gone, and b. He lied to her about being Spider Man and about you know uh, pretending to want to be a part of the group. So that kind of that created a rift between them. That then when when he's there to tell her the truth and kind of lay some truth on her, she's not ready to hear it because it's yeah. it's pretty awesome. Uh, I, the, I actually love that mission's name, Tinker Taylor Spider Spy. That was cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You kind of. Cool. I like that. They've, mission they've always you, been pretty good with the mission names for with the Spider Man game. The first, first one too had some clever names for the. I, I I love the earlier mission where you and your uncle team up to go into Roxxon and mm-hmm. like find out the clues of what's going on and really find out what happened to Finn's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Miles goes in there to receive to get Finn's cell phone and gets caught. And the Prowler shows up and is like, hey, it's me, your Uncle Aaron. Let's get you out of here. And uh, I love that team up ver- storyline. I always like the family stuff because it's at the heart of what Spider-Man is. Um, and it's complicated because the dude is technically a villain. And you find out later he's working for Roxxon and he sets them up. And when you put the Rhino away early in the game, you realize all Roxxon did was take the Rhino for themselves, give it a crap ton of new technology empowered yeah. by Roxxon, and you got to fight the Rhino again. And that was one of the harder fights in the game because it was so chaotic. And so you and the, and the Tinker lot, team up coming at you the, at once. Yeah, yeah you got to jump on the Rhino, lead him into tanks yeah. to explode him and weaken his armor. There's parts of the Rhino's ripping up stuff and throwing at it. I love the puzzle stuff in the game. That's always been a, a strength of the, this game and the one before it was there's a lot of puzzle stuff where you got to figure out rooms and you got to figure out how to use your brain a little bit, which is tough for me. But uh, <clears> you got to figure out you got to figure <laughs> out how to use Spidey's smart, whether it's Peter or Miles, to like solve the room or stop the the you know the timer from going down or something from exploding. I always love those missions. Uh, this the the battles, the fights. Sometimes you had to find those strategies too. Especially that yeah. that that rhino fight because the rhino's super souped up and you got to figure out how to trick him into running into tanks. Rhino took Parno and weaken yeah. himself. Um, that was awesome. And then once you're done with that mission, the Tinker Taylor Spider Spy or whatever you called it, <laughs> um, then it's just about stopping Finn and the generator's going off, and you got to chase her through the city, chase her up Roxxon Tower. And she has, remember in like video games when like maybe a, a villain had like one or two forms and then she had like six, five or six. Yeah. She beats the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> the fight keeps going. You got to beat the shit out of Spider-Man because it's the only way to get his mask torn up. You got to have, you can't have Spider-Man at the end yeah. of anything with his mask on. It's The mask has to be looking like your six month old underwear, your six year old underwear. And it's got to be hanging off his face so you can see <clears> Spider-Man's <throat> face. If you're not seeing Peter or Miles' face by the end of the mission, it's not the it's not the end of the game. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Finn beats the shit out of Peter. They're fighting on this rooftop. And you realize, this is to the death. These friends who grew up together, this is to the death. And before that mission, you had a walk through memory lane sequence 
where you see them as younger kids at a science fair. Well, at the same building. That's how he knew to go there. Yeah. And it really like that one, that mission, you see them younger tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah. I thought it was a filler mission. And then I started playing it and I realized it was beautiful and awesome. And, and you get get the the awesome. Yeah. Doc Ock and Peter. Well, yeah. uh, You get a cameo. Cameo. You get a cameo of a younger Peter. In happier days. Yeah. Yeah. And then after spending this mission in the, uh, in the uh, Osborne Science Center, reliving the good times with your old friend, y'all have to basically fight to the death on Roxxon Plaza. <laughs> it's, like if, it's like if Justin had to put down Ian. <laughs> like, he's completely outmatched. Yeah, I don't have know Krav so you'd have to outsmart him. You'd have to outsmart him. And that's what you got to do in this one. Um, the end of the game... The, the, the like the reactor is going off. Finn realizes she was wrong. They're both about to die. The reactor starts go like round, round, round. Like it's it's overheating like Big Inks' PS4. It's, a, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it about, was those loud pulsations. Like it's about whoa. to destroy uh, Harlem. They both completely fallen off this building and smashed themselves on the ground. And because he's Spider Man, Miles can't give up, and he sees this thing about to overheat. And he gets up, starts crawling to this gener- like this this reactor, and he sucks the reactor energy into himself. And Finn, in her dying kind of like moments, sees this, sees the comparison between like Miles the reactor and her brother at the reactor, has a little bit of a flashback and realizes Miles is there trying to save the city that she put in danger. Mm-hmm. And she gets up. Miles has absorbed all this energy. He can't hold it. He's about to explode. And she's yeah. like, I'm going to get you clear of, the, of Harlem. And, the, the, and talk about that last moment. <laughs> oh, when she's just like, it's like that Pieta moment where he, she's like holding him. They race up in the building. Yeah. They're up in the sky. And he's like, I can't hold on. And she goes, <laughs> let go. And Jonathan's like, there's a tear coming down oh, his yeah. face. Someone's going to die. And they, it was awesome. Yeah, there were definitely tears. Yeah, she did was. I'd be facetious, but did I, you actually cry? Yeah, no, I get. I mean, not even wasn't like bawling, but you no, know, I definitely because it, it snuck up on me because that you know, like the the emotional impact of it, it just kind of like you know, because I I went from being like just really pissed because I'm getting my ass kicked by this by Tinkerer like repeatedly, and every time I think the fight's gonna end, <laughs> well, just, which like, we'll just, get back to. Know, so by the so so by the end of that fight, I'm just like I just I just want to kill her. And then, <laughs> I want to kill the seventeen-year-old girl. <laughs> um, and Brendan then that happens. Quit. I was like, "All right, yeah, no, that was, yeah, that was very." Tough. No, yeah, I, ever, got, I got to that point. I was I like, got choked up. They yeah. got me. They got yeah. me." That that fight was endless. That fight, was, that yeah, fight has so many iterations. Just, like, yeah. if I'm not dodging <laughs> missiles flying at me, I'm now dodging like saw blades coming at me. Um, it doesn't help to cloak. Because you need no, that. Doesn't do you, you need all good, this yeah. different stuff. Like it doesn't. Oh yeah, my, my third try. Really I you're constantly like not having enough venom power because you're just you having to use it to just heal yourself. So yeah, that was a, yeah, that was can, a tough one. But <laughs> I, but I kind of love that it was dragged out, and I love that it was strategic. I love yeah. that each each yeah. iteration of those fights were different. There was a part where you had to fight across a distance. There were fight parts where you had to fight up close. There were parts where you had to dodge a lot and there were fights where you had to get in there and just use combos yeah yeah and i liked how they, like each iteration of that fight 
felt like a bit of another fight. And it, um, and I liked it. And I like fighting, the you know, just like when the city was going haywire, when Harlem's going haywire, you're fighting on the streets and you're fighting on the rooftops. Yeah. And there's parts on the rooftops and there's parts on the streets. And so you, you have a, a really dynamic ending to this game. Well, it was pretty point. much like using the different, um, the combat missions from Hollow Spidey. Mm-hmm. And like with the combo of each different uh, Venom special, the Venom punch, the Venom... Last oh and the Venom jump. I love. I immediately upon finishing the game, I texted Yuri and I said, "Listening to you as Tombs when he starts doing the the Vulture stuff and without one training mission, like uh, was, I was dying laughing. I could barely play the damn mission. <laughs> I was laughing so bad. Yeah, that was great. That's that the only. Good. That's the only other classic Spider-Man villain really in the gameplay is you get the Rhino and you get a version of the Vulture, which mm. was super satisfying. At that moment, I thought it that was, was a fun mission. Um, so the game ends. You save Harlem, but your friend Finn is probably dead, probably blown up. Uh, and I thought that this was actually the most touching part of the game is when Miles falls to the earth, and you have a news reporter come out, and the neighborhood has gotten together, and his mom and everybody have gotten together. They know Miles is Spider Man. They put his mask back on, and then when the news reporter tries to get access to him, they let Miles leave. And they say, did you see his face? And they're like, no, we don't know who that was. Like the whole yeah. neighborhood is now, now has Miles's back. Yeah, it was and great. Because it was, it was a little bit of a callback to Raimi's, uh, to Spider-Man 2. To the, the subway, the subway, subway yeah. which was a great scene. So it was a little bit of a callback to that, but had its own, you know, twist, you know, being, you know, th- that he's in finally, like this neighborhood has finally adopted him and accepted him as their Spider-Man. And then uh, you see the mural again, and the mural has smiles on it. The mural from the yeah. opening scene in the game, now the neighborhood has painted miles onto it. Mm-hmm. And you see the deaf girl, and you know that he and the deaf girl are going to have, like, that's going down. And, <laughs> yeah, like, that is going down. Like, that was some yeah. flirt city on that side mission. And uh, and once you play through the once you get to the credits, which I think that song like I'm not a, I don't know Jaden Smith like oh uh, yeah I, I recognize Jaden Smith like right away that song is awesome I'm great ready. song yeah I'm ready something like that that song is awesome in the montage song where he and Genki are making like the uh, through, 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 it's my time when he and yeah. Genki are making the new that was suits a great and you have Miles running up the freaking uh, <laughs> side of the building. Yeah, yeah, it was like a cinematic I, montage, dude. Yeah, I awesome. think there's another Jaden Smith yeah. song for it. Whatever it is, you know, I'm not a Jaden Smith yeah. fan. I'm going to get like a face tattoo and everything. Uh, so the game is awesome. The story was awesome. The end credit scene. At the end of the end credits, we go back to characters from Spider-Man 1. And we start with a POV scene in like a back to tank. <laughs> we know mm-hmm. it's Harry. If you played the game, first mm-hmm. game, we know it's Harry with Venom on him. Because he's looking down and you see the Venom symbiote on him oh is that what that was it's, yeah that's the danny stick with us please i invited you on there. yeah well i, I didn't remember i didn't <laughs> he's remember got the, the he's got the, the goo on him remember when he and I mj sneak into the, when mj sneaks in the office and finds harry and harry's got the symbiote on him because he mm-hmm. he had the illness and right, 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 it right. really he was just secreted away by his father so in harry's pov you get two spider-man villains his father comes in as norman is like get my son out of the tank I'm sick of him. Like he's awake. Get him out of the tank. And he turns to Kurt Connors, who's doing the the, the science experiment. Oh right, that's Kurt Connors. Yeah, who's freaking Kurt Connors? He's missing the arm the whole thing. So Peter comes back. He says, "Miles, you, the... did, you did a great job. You did a great job, Pete. Like Miles, you did. This is awesome. You took care of the city. 
and you see them swing off together. I immediately text Justin, who I knew beat the game, and I was like, <laughs> Justin, that next game, you and me, co-op, baby. Miles and Peter playing together. We're going to be facing some Venom. We're going to be facing some Norman Osborn Green Goblin. We're going to be facing some Kurt Connors Lizard. Be so like you, beyond. So, do you think we're going to get? Do you think we're going to get Peter Parker? Do you think the symbiote is going to attach itself to Peter Parker in the next game, and we're going to get maybe a little black suit Spider Man? Black suit Spider Man, or are they just going to go right into? Can't imagine they're just going to go right into like Venom being the villain without first. No, I think you have to have a big Norman. I think Norman has to be like the villain of the second game. Obviously, there's going to be a huge Rose Gallery. Right. You've right. got Kurt Connors there. You've got some version of Venom there. Um, let's actually frame it like this. Is what that a cat? I thought it was a symbiote behind them, like, Justin. Like, oh, like, me? No, that's my dog. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh. she's, she's, she's decided she wants a cameo. I just saw like, this, uh, thing yeah. come up. I was like, is that a symbiote <laughs> listen, right now? <laughs> listen, listen. Danny, you of all people should know that this is still an audio product, okay? The audio listeners don't know that there's a dog behind Justin, so please just ignore it, all right? All right. I'm not going to call out to the audio listeners that you're you're uh, you're in, like, a baby room right now, a nursery right now. All right? A nursery in progress. A nursery in progress. So it, you're not it, just like we're not going to tell the, the listeners that when you get your baby and it looks suspiciously like me – that like you're not gonna be worried about that, okay? <laughs> so it comes out looking like Ian Carter. Then you need to worry. Yeah, the baby does a back, the baby does a backflip and starts with Prob Maga. Um, so <laughs> I think we should reframe it like this, like like knowing those post credit scenes, and then I love obviously the the Spider Cat mission at the end of the, the <laughs> that stuff. Um, what are what do you want in a Spider Man sequel? I want co op. Obviously, I think that's one that they're hinting co op. Yeah. I think co-op would definitely be cool. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think at the very least what we're going to get in the next game is the story missions kind of alternating between you playing as Peter Parker and, and playing as Miles. If you I don't have s- friends. Right, if you don't have friends. But if you and I are playing yeah. together, yeah, no, then it's we can maybe tackle way, baby. Those, yeah, those, we can tackle those missions yeah. together. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm, I, you know, I wonder if they're going to do something where, like, you know, the symbiote attaches itself to Peter and then eventually kind of where miles you know, has to take Peter down that starts going yeah, sideways. So miles has to take Peter down or, or, you know, like bring him out of it and, uh, oh, and, a black and save, save him from the, save him from the symbiote. I can totally see that happening. Michael cook uh, on Facebook says co-op is a must dude. We agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. If anybody at insomniac is listening to this and co-op is not in the plans, got to give us some co-op. We got, yeah. we got to get the co-op going. Yeah. Um, story wise, I think Norman's got to be the big bad. Yeah, they like, got to bring us at least the guy. Got to have Green Goblin. Things. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, uh, we got ourselves. Michael Cook says we dropped enough. They dropped enough breadcrumbs for an eventual superior Spider-Man. Uh, Doc mm. Ock is still alive in this universe. Like Doc Ock is still there. Is. Doc, Doc Ock was the original superior Spider-Man with that one storyline I know Justin loved, where there was a brain swap between. Peter and Doc Ock, and Peter was stuck in Doc Ock's dying body. <laughs> yeah, you love that storyline. You yeah, love no, that, I, I have to confess, you love that, I, I hated Superior. <laughs> you love I that dance plot storyline. In the comics, <laughs> Doc Ock is dying. He kidnaps Peter. He mind swaps Peter. Leaves Peter in the dying Doc Ock old man body. And then he takes over Peter's body and goes around running rampantly. That's one like, of those stories that would have been like a fun, like what if 
they back when say, they did the what ifs in the 80s and 70s well, or, ultimate, or like a, or like a, or like a one issue Spider-Man <laughs> right before they introduced Miles Morales and Ultimate Spider-Man it felt like Bendis was kind of over it he did a mind swap with Wolverine Spider-Man issue do you remember I that? Vague, I think I vaguely remember that. Where, yeah, it, it could have been one that. issue, two parter, and it was like Wolverine shows up at like at like uh, Peter's school, and they get hit in the head or something, and they mind swap, <laughs> and it, it, it didn't work. Uh, it it was clear that that book needed an injection of a, of a <laughs> character, and it was yeah. Miles. Yeah, Miles um, came just came just in time for that. Okay, so that so book. co-op. Uh, I think the Superior Spider-Man suit for sure. That's a pretty cool design. Whether or not we have Doc Ock, yeah, the suit. I'm mind swapping with cool, but, Peter uh, is one thing. Um, I don't think Mister Negative is on the board anymore. I think he died in the first game. Do we remember this? I don't remember if he died, but I, I don't think remember he's Done. Yeah, I, I don't know where you where obviously else the, go the with Magi yeah. is like take the Magi is in, the Magi is taken out from the first game and. Mr. Negative's forces are done in this game. Um, Black Cat. We could have Black Cat as a playable character. I think the playable could. characters are Miles and Peter. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. think we need. I don't think we need. Uh, we could. Uh, Uncle Aaron is still out there. We could have a Prowler out there. We could have the integration of some of Miles' rogues into Peter's world and vice versa. Um, some of the lackeys like Electro, obviously the Rhino, they're still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are some of the Spider-Man villains you have not seen in these games that you would like to see? We, well, we didn't. We only got a guy dressed up as Mysterio. We didn't. So we haven't had Mysterio in the games, which I could. To- I could see them doing some cool stuff with Mysterio, kind of in the vein of what they did with um, Scarecrow in in like the Arkham games. That'd be awesome. Oh, which is that cool. would be awesome. So that would be. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think he's, he's. He would be a cool villain to introduce to. Add some new gameplay elements to it. We didn't get a. Did we get a Sandman? We didn't I was get just going to say no, Sandman. We get a Sandman. I mean, he's got such a huge. He's you know he's, he's got such a huge rogue gallery. There's Sandman so many would great be cool. If, if, I mean, you've got a you've got a hobgoblin. Uh, but obviously, we have yet to see the Green Goblin. So right. I think the I think the Green Goblin is going to be a part of the second of the next game. Yeah. What I would uh, like we, to see them do in the next game is have. Have some of the random crimes that you have to encounter be like kind of random villain encounters. So not necessarily Ah. have every villain you would face be like a big story moment, but just kind of weave it in, you know, more organically with, you know, so you're not always just like fighting thugs. So maybe like, oh, hey, you know, like Vulture is attacking an armored car and you got to swing in and fight the Vulture for like a quick little like mini, you know, like. He suggests the spot. The spot would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> the spot. How, about, uh, how about how about Leapfrog? Let's get Leapfrog, Let's get Leapfrog in there. Then, <laughs> Stilt man. Um, I've got myself another villain uh, in mind. Craven the Hunter. Oh, he'd be a good one. Craven the Hunter would be cool because he should be inescapable. Really, like you almost have to hide, like there. There would be like a hiding element added to the mm-hmm. game if Craven's in it. You don't think right? Craven would be more of a main bad guy? Yeah, I do think Craven would be yeah. the bad guy. But if you played through the DLC on the first game, you understand like like Hammerhead and the Magi were kind of that or the whole thing. And I also loved their uh, their treatment of, of Tombstone or whatever. It was oh, yeah, Tomb- yeah. yeah, Tombstone he was, was a good. yeah. And they yeah, hinted like at it in missions here, and you also saw the Kingpin come back in one of the side missions. He yeah. didn't have audio in my glitch, <laughs> but he he showed up on the monitor and started going. Like mouthing a bunch of stuff, and luckily had subtitles. You didn't miss a lot. It was like four lines. I thought. I know. 
I know. It was just enough for it to be like, cool, this is the same universe. And Who are you, got, you? You jerks are still having fun on the raft. I can't wait for the next raft uh, revolt and for the villains to get an escape. <laughs> you know what? Like, I think there's just some advice for the uh, police in this game world. Uh, stop transporting people through, New- through Manhattan. Uh, yeah, they, it's it's an it, island. Like they, you can't just fly around the perimeter of it to get to the to the raft. Really? They got to take like through New Jersey. That way, town. If, if criminals get out in New Jersey, nobody's going to be down the wiser. The whole place is full of criminals. But Danny, you live in Manhattan, or you live in New York and work in Manhattan. Like, how often do you see the criminals transports going through Manhattan on the Long Island Railroad every day? Yeah, every time <laughs> Trump comes to town, you see <laughs> you see. <a> cr- <laughs> Um, so we have, it's okay. So, so I think that you're right. Like the DLC on the first game, we got a little bit of hammerhead being a bit of the, the villain. I, I like the, the inner workings of villains in some of the side quests. I do love the, the neighborhood quests on this one. Um, all right. Co-op, I think is the big one though, that we're circling. Yeah. We do not want to see like scream or I don't think we want to see Carnage. I don't think we want to see well, who's the who's the one that we yeah. love in the books right now, Rigor Mortis, or what, what's going on in the books right now? Uh, Justin, you and I complain oh, about um, it every week. Yeah, Kindred. Kindred. kindred we is, don't want we don't want uh, yeah, Kindred. Uh, but knowing <laughs> that, but knowing that Sony has a uh, Morbius movie coming out with Jared Leto, like Morbius wouldn't be bad. Yeah. The Living no, Vampire would be cool. As long as they don't bring back the. Um, What's her name? The missions. What were the from the first game? The Black Cat. What's Black her name? The, no, no, the one who was like the the oh, oh so the, the TV girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. There's no, social media. No, no. Like I, I'm down with Taskmaster, <laughs> who everybody's gonna love after the 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 Black Widow movie. I, yeah, the Taskmaster stuff is great. Yeah, like, but uh, yeah, I totally forgot that, that TV girl wanted to be popular and get those. Those were so I, annoying. That, no, so, yeah. we're gonna. If anybody from Insomnia is listening, yeah, right please, now, no more of those. Uh, <laughs> Who's but Danica? Like, but I, but I did like the podcasts on this one. The, uh, the, yeah, Danica's from the comics too. She's a character. Uh, she's a. Um, that stuff. I was think fun. she was introduced in in. Ultimate Spider-Man, but yeah, she's. I love that Miles when they auto played uh, Jameson. He's like, "What a masochist! Who would have this auto play?" <laughs> yeah, I like that you. I like that you can turn those off, the podcast off in this game. I, I left it on. Oh yeah, Justin, you turn those off? Not immediately, but after James a while. Like by the off. time I beat the game, I was like, I needed to like, I didn't want to keep hearing. Them, like, I want to meet over Jared again, so. in the next game. <laughs> The guy who Jameson keeps I know that poor guy, car. his poor assistant, man. I've been Jared it's, many times. It's so much Hollywood. abuse. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about this game uh, that is still getting updates. And let's talk about our favorite bugs. Uh, some good ones. <laughs> let's talk about their favorite bugs. Uh, for me, like I just said, the Kingpin didn't have any audio when he shows up on the monitor in that side mission. Uh, that was fun. Uh, our friend Herschel Bailey says screwball. I don't know. Screw, screwball, yes. Screwball, thank you, yeah. Marshall. Yeah, screwball. screwball. We don't. We want screwball. No more screwball. Yeah. Screw off, screwball. We don't want any more. I think of that's that. pretty universal too. I that's think a, most, even most people who even like this, the biggest fans of this of that game were. I think the voice in agreement that screwball the voice is not. Like to come back. Yeah, okay. that's, yeah, but let's maybe give those give her a different role or something. Give her a different yeah. role. She did a great job, but I don't know if we need it. Um, so I had here are the glitches I got. First off, towards the end of the game web slinging and like once shit really started hitting the fan 
uh, stuff started getting really, really iffy on me. Uh, a couple of par- missions where that one mission mainly where you have to like follow Finn, uh, the tinker uh, web swinging through New York. It was like Finn got away. I was like, yeah, because he started glitching like Max Headroom. I couldn't figure out like it was going. <laughs> and then obviously, uh, there's that that one scene, that one mission we loved where he teams up with his uncle to escape Roxon, and his uncle goes get through the hole, and they escape through the hole. And it's just one of those missions where they're going to keep pouring bad guys on you until you fail or figure out jump through the hole. After I'd beaten that mission, there's a little cutscene with Uncle Aaron, the Prowler. And then you're dumped back on the streets of New York to like explore and do some side missions again. But I kept hearing, get to the hole, get to the hole, get to the hole. <laughs> a reset of the game. Fixed yeah. It. yeah. But I had yeah. a few, I had, um, I've had my web swinging where all of a sudden the webs, the sound of him shooting his webs and swinging would get like really muted. Uh, like, yeah. Where you just could like, yeah, it would be a lot quieter than everything else. So you could okay. really hear the web swinging. I had a few things where he just get like, you do like a normal web swing, but then miles just gets catapulted like <laughs> three, three blocks <laughs> on the street for no reason, you know, like it like warps. <laughs> Did any of y'all try to get to the raft? I tried going. Yeah, I tried it just it, 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 jump around right it, away. Yeah. It's outside could, of the game do it. map. Yeah, yeah. but on the, the map, it makes on the map it's not shaded. It makes it look like you can go there. Right when you highlight that burrow, yeah, that, that portion of the map, the raft gets highlighted. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna try. Go I'm to gonna try raft. to go to the raft. Maybe yeah, there's something there. Break out Electro and have some fun. <laughs> nope, can't get to the raft. So, uh, so don't play with us. Uh, some of the uh, cool places that I found. Did you find the Stan Lee statue? I found the Stan Lee statue. Yeah, there's a statue of Stan Lee that was amazing. Uh, and then if you go to uh, your father's grave, I heard. Is, I didn't do that yet, but I heard about that. Aunt May's yeah. grave from the first game. You you can get a trophy there, Danny. So when you go to try and get those trophies, go. And oh, I got that trophy. Right? That one. Okay. Okay. And I got um, best fries in town for Stanley. What are some of the other kinks? I heard the one where I, um, I heard one where Peter just suddenly turns into a lamp post. Like Spider <laughs> Man turns into a lamp post every now and then. Yeah, he can turn into a lamp post of say, a brick. I had the floating head. I had the floating head. What is glitch. that? <laughs> what is that? You're just playing normally. He just doesn't have a body. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I was playing in the the feast section, section, and when it's between, he changes his clothes from Spider Man to Miles, and it's just the head. It's just Miles's head. It's just Miles' head, like just walking, talking to the feast girl, and that you're like, uh, okay. I also had I had a different audio glitch. I had uh, whenever you have to power down the generators, that that high tech noise is just continuously follows me everywhere I went. Like as you're web swinging, yeah. Danny, Danny, that was your PS4. <laughs> that was yeah, the, that was... I wish it was the PS4. I was I was like, what is that? What's going on? My what's my that, daughter's what's like burning? what's that burning smell? Oh please don't <laughs> I don't think I, I did. Have fire I, did I did fall. I did fall through the street once, walk, like, walking shit. as Miles fell through the street, and then there was what? and there was and just fell into water underneath the street where it was like you're in the ocean. Like, Why would you even walk? You're Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. It's, what were you doing walking around? <laughs> it was. I think it was a mission where you're at, where you're playing as Miles. So like I had to walk. He's high five and everybody. The whole. I do, like, I do like that there are some quick time event stuff with people on the street that you can like high five them, take selfies with them, and stuff like that. Um, 
I had this other, oh, go ahead. You no, know, I don't have any more. I, I had the other glitch where when you were saying like, oh, these were super long battles. I had those super long battles, but at some point I didn't know, I didn't know if it was that it was just that hard or the game was glitching for me because they would just be ridiculously long. I'm like, well, I don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I'll be beating her up and then all of a sudden I kept getting this cut scene of her swinging me around. Like, it decided, yeah, I don't like, think that was a bug because that happened to me yeah. too and I think it's just it's yeah, that final, it's that just final the battle had a lot of cutscenes in it to like I mean that was a long fight it was awesome though it was the, the yeah the every time you know, it was but it just kept confusing hand. me where just, I kept seeing the same yeah. cutscene like five times I'm like uh it's you getting your ass kicked figure out the level bro <laughs> yeah. no I wasn't getting my ass kicked it would be right <laughs> after the venom punch and then all of a sudden it's a cutscene of me swinging trying to swing away and she pulls me back in listen. You were the last one to complete this game. I think you were having a tough time with it. All right? Like, you got to get on the level. All right, pal? Uh, do we, here's the thing. Do we want DLC for the game? I, I mean, I would love it. Uh, Why not? I wouldn't say I, no to it. Yeah, I wouldn't I, say I, no. I, I, I want free DLC because yeah. it wasn't worth $50. <laughs> no. I think, like I said earlier, I think it was exactly worth $50. Because oh, this it was, was a nice, f- bite-sized adventure, and it was exactly as long as I needed it to be, as busy as we are. Like it was, it, you know, I, I, I could have used a little more kind of setup and a little more story. You know, I didn't, I didn't mind that it was a much shorter story than the first game and that it was much like more focused. Um, but it did at times feel a little rushed. Like if I'm going to be, give any kind of like criticism to it, it, it the story did feel a little rushed at one time. I, I wanted it to take its time a little bit more with kind of setting up your relationship with, uh, his uncle Aaron, where it just feels like it feels like, okay, you do a quick mission where you see him for the first time and he's working, you know, in the subway, you know, through this, with the subway system and you do that thing. And then, and then all of a sudden the next time you talk to him, it's like, Oh, he I'm, knows you're Spider-Man pro- and he's the, the prowler. prowler. It's like, you're just like, it just like that whole thing just gets like thrown at you. It's like really quick. somebody at a furry con, like, and you're like, Oh, we've met uh, before. Yeah. You just, you just went ahead and told me all that, huh? Yeah. But well, they try to bring you candy. back with the cassette mission. Yeah, which, yeah, that kind of like, you know, they did a good job at least with those kind of the side um, stuff that allowed you to kind of flesh out those relationships a little bit more and get more information. But, but yeah, I, you know, and only be, it's only, I only say it because I, I loved the story and so much and thought the characters were so well done that I just wanted, you know, I wanted more of it. I wanted it to take its time a little bit more the way the first game, you know, took its time and, but yeah. you know, you know, obviously that was, this, that was ten or twenty extra dollars there, Justin. Right, and it, you know, it would have been a ne- another year of development probably for the game. So I'm glad it came out when it did, and I'm not, com- I'm not complaining about it. I just, you know, feel like it was I'd so good. I just with, wanted it to. I'd be happy with a little bit more DLC, but totally, yeah. the thing that will make me happiest is that this movie, that this movie, that this game Damn. series goes to what we all think is the natural evolution, which is a co-op follow-up game, full game. With Peter and Miles, just Spider Verse PS Five, where you play as Screwball, or <laughs> yeah. Screwball is the main villain. Um, anything last last thoughts y'all have on the game as we wrap up the Spider Man Miles Morales special? No, just a no, great game. Great game. Should, you know, especially if you're a Spider Man fan, everybody should play it. It's you know easily as you know good or better than the first game in a lot of ways. Uh, 
Yeah, no yeah. I, I mean, the, besides the story, I did also like the representation in the game with the whole oh, for Hispanic sure. and everything. The, uh, the Black Lives Matter Easter egg. Well, is it an Easter egg? It's in the mission. It's in a, a mission, quick, yeah. It's in a mission. It's a quick, you know, I, I liked all that stuff. They, you know, they did a and good not, job. And not just on a racial, like, cultural diversity level, but also when Miles starts busting out, like, the sign language, you're like, okay. Oh, oh I know yeah. we did talk about that earlier. That was the most adorable part of the whole game between him yeah. and the uh, the deaf girl for her name. Yeah, that yeah. was such a, yeah, that was a sweet, that was a really sweet mission. I, I love that. How, even you though you have access to the whole of, even though you have access to the whole of Manhattan, and there are some missions that take you to other places, I, I like that it kept the focus on Harlem um, and on yeah. that neighborhood, and it, it kind of felt like a character of its own. And uh, yeah, more you know because I more so than the first game did because the first game you know you have the kind of people walking on the street and you can high five them and there's that little bit of interaction, but you don't really, you know, like this game did a much better job of like giving you that sense of like, this is a community that Spider-Man is there to protect and there to help, uh, you know, and they, they felt like real alive people. So it just made what you're doing as, as Spider-Man, like those, the heroics feel that much more grounded and, and, and real, especially for uh, that end you have where the yeah, yeah. comes around and saves them. Yeah. You know, so I uh, loved it. And I agree with you. Whereas that first game was the entirety of Manhattan. This one is pretty centered on Harlem. And as you're a hundred percent, hundred percenting the different districts, you realize Harlem's going to be the last one to hundred percent because that's where the story is going to end. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it was awesome. So uh, big gangs, Justin, thanks for joining me, man. That This game is awesome. And the only Problem I saw with it was it's done, and now I gotta wait for a PS5. Wait for the next one. My buddy, uh, a couple of my friends were sitting on that Walmart, like, uh, <laughs> website. I think, I think half of America was sitting on Walmart.com trying to get that PS5 drop that they were gonna replenish. Yeah, with. those went that real was fast. A badly kept secret was Walmart getting a bunch of PS5s. A buddy of mine had it in his cart, and it got purchased out of the cart. What? So, I don't know, you man. Know, I, I, I'm not even going to try. I, I had a target. Em- it's a little. Uh, it's a little bit easier. I heard a target employee say that they were just going to have random, like in store. Like they stopped the online. They're just going to stock them in the stores. You can't even call and ask. You just got to show up and find it. That's what I've heard about GameSpot, like or GameStop, like getting like the like on their Black Friday. Each GameStop is going to get two ps5s or whatever i don't know if there's that minutes demand for the xbox series x or series one a series s sorry but uh we did talk about geekscape as we did talk about both series x and series s and the ps5 a bit more on the show last week so if y'all are new to geekscape and want to check that out go back on the feed and look for that episode uh derek cranabelt who runs geekscape games uh for us is a uh is talking about he's got all of it he, he, I don't even know how he lives in Canada, so the stuff's cheaper. So and they have healthcare, so like he he buys all the game systems. Um, but Justin, Danny, thanks for joining me on this one. And I just want to say, if this is your first Geekscape, share it with your friends. Subscribe to Geekscape on any podcatcher that you got. Hit that share button. Let your friends know about it. Uh, and we actually have the uh, December twelfth. Mark all of Saturday on your calendars. You only got to pop in for some of it, or you can pop in for all of it. But we're going to be running another long charity live stream i think all the geekscape shows on the network are going to be involved so you're going to want to 
set yourself up for that one. We have, we've picked out a Christmas charity. I think Danny, you helped us select it. You and Matt were talking about this charity. Yeah. Uh, we'll announce it here in the next couple of days, but uh, we're going to culminate with a big Geekscape show at the end of the charity run. Uh, all of our shows the, from video games to music to horror are all going to be involved at the charity stream. We're going to have all sorts of fun, surprise guests uh, be a part of it. We're going to play games and all sorts of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Again, like I said at the top of the show, it's a free podcast. Help us out. Leave, leave us a review on whatever podcatcher you got. Uh, five stars, please. You don't have to. Four and a half. We'll deal with it. Uh, and share us with your friends. That is all we ask. Um, find us on your social medias. And find these guys on the social medias. <laughs> I, I post dumb shit yeah. on this yeah. <laughs> uh, have you you've been listening to Geekscape long enough to know that dumb shit is pretty much part of the course baby yeah that's true uh, yeah and once Ian watches New Mutants we'll ultimately do an episode of that wait that didn't, it's, did that's not, not streaming did anywhere I didn't see it on I Disney Plus I, don't know, I think it, you, it, it it will starting oh actually you know it is streaming now it's streaming on, uh, on like you have to uh, rent it or whatever, um, on like yeah Amazon. Uh, it's probably not worth paying for. Yeah, wait till wait till it's. I fun. went to the drive-in and I enjoyed it. I'm gonna get it from the library. Okay, well that's not a bad move. Uh, <laughs> that and more is in store for you in future episodes. So please subscribe. Uh, Justin, Danny, Thanks thank for you. For, uh, this is Geekscape. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 